0: Each year, seventh grade students at Oregon Middle School participate in hands-on team learning experiences that take them outside the classroom. One of these experiences takes place at Upham Woods each winter. I was fortunate to join the group this year, and we're going to have a great time hearing from the kids and about their experience.
1: Welcome to this episode of Inside the OSD Podcast, where it's all about the kids. Here is your host, lifelong educator and our superintendent, Dr. Leslie Bergstrom. Let's
0: begin with the organizer of this year's event, Kevin Gasner. Can you start by introducing yourself to our listeners and your role at OMS?
1: Yeah, my name is uh, Kevin Gasner and I am a seventh grade geography teacher here at the middle school, and uh, our school is split up into two teams. I am part of the 7M team that does this trip every year.
0: Kevin, how long have you been a teacher at OMS?
1: Uh, this is year 17 or 18. 17 I can never remember.
0: Did you attend OMS?
1: So I attended OMS for half a year because it was being built in the other ah, half of the year. So okay. I was the 7th grade class that moved into this building in, I think it was January of... 1993
0: or four? That's super awesome. And I spent some time chatting with your former principal, Mr. Staten, recently. Mm -hmm. So um, lots of connections to OMS in your life, I think. And you're one of the coordinators of the Upham Woods trip. And this is an activity, as you said, for your 7M team, because 7O have a team trip called Urban Challenge, so it's a little bit different. Can you explain the Upham Woods trip to our listeners?
1: Yes, yeah, so Upham Woods is um, just north of Wisconsin Dells by a couple uh, miles on the Wisconsin River. And um, when I came to this school and this team, they did the Upham Woods trip already. Um, mm-hmm. And one of the reasons that we always had to wait and go in the, in the winter was because uh, teachers on this team coach high school sports. So oh. getting away was always more difficult and we just adapted it to do winter activities uh, when we go up there. So um, what happens when we do up in woods is we break everything into two different uh, days of preparation or I guess a day of preparation and then a day up at camp. Um, and the goal here is all about teamwork and cooperation I with saw that students.
0: firsthand. Yeah, they do a lot of it.
1: Yeah, for sure. And it's really neat because they're out of the classroom environment. So you see different things that you don't always see. In the classroom, Um, yeah. So um, the part that we do here at school is we break our kids into five teams now, um, because of the number of students we have. So there's roughly about 30 students on each team. Um, We used to do Harry Potter houses, but um, I'm not a Harry Potter person. I think there's only four houses. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So when we switched to five teams, we had to go and we decided to use the Wisconsin sports teams. Um, Funny, funny story that like I see Burke here's wearing a Bucks shirt. Uh, we actually ditched the Bucks for a while until they made an important draft pick about ten years ago because the kids didn't know who the Milwaukee Bucks were.
0: Really, and now okay. that's the team they all
1: want to be. <laughs> yeah, they would be wow. assigned the Bucks and they'd be like, "Who are the Bucks?" Um, so, yeah, we have we name them after the sports teams. So we have the Bucks, the Brewers, um, the Mallards, the Badgers, and the Packers. Okay. Our, our five teams. Um, and when we're here at school, we do a number of things. Each teacher picks two leaders to be kind of in charge of everything that their groups do. And these three here today were selected to be leaders in their well,
0: congratulations groups. congratulations to all of you. That's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, and then we have eight different activities that we do over uh, three periods of a day um, before Woods. So um, teams build spirit poles. Um, they create dog houses because our team animal is that we're the dog pound at the middle school. So they get a blank sheet of cardboard and build a dog house. Um, They create team leader T-shirts that these guys wear up at camp. Um, We design our classroom doors, create a team flag, um, create a team poster. And then um, I've, in all of my years of doing this, I have only done the dog sled because I'm the only one who knows the the route at Upham Woods. (laughs) Um, so I take kids down to Mr. Howard's shop and give them the base of a sled and some blueprints, and they work together in groups of like six or seven and build sleds wow. that we pull through the woods. And they
0: do all of this in a day? That's yeah. quite a day.
1: Yeah, it is a very busy and hectic day putting all that together, but it's good. They, they get their tasks, and it's, it's amazing what seventh graders can do And when, when they're, they're said, here's the goal, here's what we need to accomplish, because... All the sleds were done, the cookies were all decorated, that's another group that we have too, is cookie decorating for our snack.
0: Well, and I saw them um, work as a team to accomplish a goal when they got there. So tell us a little bit about what the rotations are.
1: Yeah, so when we get up to Woods, um, there are five different rotations. Uh, We used to have only four, but when we get back every year, we kind of informally pull the kids like, what'd you like, what would you like to see changed, Um, things like that. So, uh, unfortunately, about seven or eight years ago, Upham Woods uh, went from state control to the control of the UW, um, and they um, just kind of went through and kind of reevaluated things. And they used to have a really awesome toboggan hill. Oh, really? That we used to be able to do, but it was deemed too dangerous, so they shut it down.
0: Well, that might uh, be a good thing. Yeah, it sounds like
1: <laughs> sounds like they had had some injuries, but yes. none of none of them with us. That's um, good. So what we did was we took that old toboggan um, rotation and working with them. They have archery that they do, yes. so we have uh, archery and kickball. That kids get to do each of those during that rotation. Um, there's an indoor games section which is kind of like minute to win it games from yeah. that tv show or team building to accomplish goals. Um, there's a dog sled race on about a mile and a half course through the woods where kids have to find five different clues um, in their teams and they use a compass and directions to do that. Um, there's an outdoor shelter station where they're kind of, it's really actually a, the prettiest of all the stations I think. You're along the Wisconsin River and um, our science teacher Mr. Spaeth gives the kids a bucket full of supplies and an instruction list and I think you have to uh, like protect your food from bears, try to start a fire, build a shelter that would survive and then um, if, if if he thinks that you accomplish that goal you get to make s'mores at the campfire. <laughs> um, and then one of the things that we did add was a lot of our kids said, since we do go in February, they're like, hey, it would be nice to have, like, a break where we could rest. So we added a station get warm. Of, yeah, <laughs> warm up, get a break, because they are going nonstop the whole day um, of board games that they go down in the in the basement of the lodge where we're at. And they can just kind of kick back and catch their breath during that that rotation.
0: Absolutely. So obviously this is a lot of work for all of the teachers to put together. So why is it so important to our educators to offer this experience?
1: It is a lot of work, but it's also super rewarding um, to see our students in a different environment and see how some of them just absolutely shine when they're outside, um, working with their hands in the woods, working with other people, and to see the leadership skills that some of our kids have, um, it's definitely worth it. And I think um, the fun part for me is, This year, all 10 of our dog sled um, groups actually finished the course, and just like the excitement of them finding that last clue and like running back to the cabin to hand it off is just cool to see how they figured out. And it isn't always smooth because it is pretty challenging. So um, sometimes they'll sit there and they'll they'll have their disagreements, but in the end, they, they figured out how to get it done. And just that it's not just one or two people's successes. It's seeing 15 kids with a common goal being successful and um, and kids working together who don't necessarily always work together in school just because of our class rotation and schedules. Um, I think these guys would say there's probably people that were in their groups that they worked with that they're not in classes with, even though we're on the same team. So
0: really, this, the, cl- the things, the skills they're learning in their classroom related to how to work together and how to treat one another, how to work toward a common goal, those are Things, skills that you're building all the time. And this is just another opportunity for them to exercise them in a way that isn't uh, in the traditional classroom environment. And yeah. that the trans- transferability of those skills into a new environment means that they're really learning it.
1: Yeah, and, I, and it's a good lesson because I think sometimes our kids are so focused on um, just getting it done that they're not thinking about what it takes to get the job done right? and I know Maddie here who's sitting by me came by and she's like Mr. Gazner I'm, I'm so sorry it just didn't go well and I'm like but you guys finished and that's the goal you finished, right. like right the end result you got the job done that you needed and the second half was much better than the first half because you learned how to work together even in just a, a 50 minute rotation when things didn't go right so
0: did you that, see a difference from the first kids to do the dog sled to the last because the last group had all day to practice working as a team.
1: Yeah, the so we kind of did. The one thing that I think uh, offsets that a little bit is the the exhaustion level okay, by the time okay. they get to us That's at the fair. end. Yeah, I saw a lot more tired faces at the end of the at the end of the day. But yeah, as they work together throughout the day, they just become more comfortable with each other. And I mean. I think they don't know what we're doing. We explain everything when we go up there and I think they're still a little apprehensive about like I don't know how this is gonna go and then they see like hey we can do this stuff and it's successful and then I think they talk to the other kids at lunch, and and I think yeah by the end of the day it was kind of like okay here's what you have to do to be successful right from the right from the start and you just cross your fingers that somebody on your team knows how to read the compass. (laughs)
0: Well, actually, I heard people bragging about scouting experience, you know, trying to decide who gets the compass. Scouting experience seemed to be the thing that was the determining factor. Yep. So thanks for sharing that. And now we're going to go to talk with a few of our students. They were on the trip also, of course. So let's start by having each of you introduce yourself to our listeners.
2: Um, hello. My name's Madison Cooley, and I'm a seventh grader here at OMS. Thank you. I was the team leader for Mr.
3: Gaster's team, the Badgers.
0: Go Badgers, okay. Oh, my name's
3: Luke Sparland, I'm a seventh grade student at OMS. I was a part of the box with Miss Galicia. Very nice. My name's Bea Burke, I'm a seventh grade student here and I was one of the team
4: leaders with Mixer on the Packers. Thank you.
0: All right, so then what was it like to prepare for this trip? And I'll start with, with you, Baya. Um,
4: it was a little bit hectic with everybody trying to rush to get things done, but it was nice to have a few days to like get to know everybody in your team.
3: Yeah.
4: And Burke, what did you
3: think? Um, I'd say it was pretty hectic as well as Bea, but it was <laughs> nice just to get to know the people on your team. Like you could bond by doing things that you liked because we had to take a survey on what you want to do. So um, some of the people you got to work with were people that were experienced. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Maddie?
2: Um I feel like some of the planning days were very chaotic for my group, especially some of the groups were like very like determined to succeed and on point, and other groups were not accepting help at the beginning and they were just focused on what they as an individual could do and not as a group. So those groups definitely struggled the most, but in the end
0: our group ended up working together very well and getting the job done. Oh, wow, that's a great observation. Thank you. So, what was your highlight? And we'll start with you first, Maddie, and go around the table. So, my favorite part of the trip itself was probably our
2: first station, or no, it was our second station. It was the survival challenge thing. So, our group, we got split up into the boys and girls on our group and went to different sides of the camp thing. And we had to, like, throw a bag of food up into a tree Mm -hmm. to hide it from a bear and... I did that job because I play softball, so I could throw it pretty high. (laughs) So I got that job done very quickly. And then our group did a very good job working together on building the structure shelter thing because a lot of people were, like, communicating very well and helping each other. And then our fire group was struggling a little bit, but once all the, the other groups were done, we helped each other a lot and we figured out what we were doing wrong. And we ended up like, so it was very windy that day. So we ended up like using ourselves as a wall to block the wind from the fire. So we
3: used lots of teamwork for that.
0: Nice job,
3: Uh, My highlight would probably be the minute to win it games. Uh, I feel like our group, even though we split up to boys and girls, we really got to like know each other and hang out with each other. Yeah. Also with the outdoor activities, Building a fire, the girls did really well. They finished way before the boys did, and they, it was funny because they could help us. So like, I feel like we doubted some of the people on our team, but we also were really good at working together. Oh, that's great.
0: Baya?
4: um, I really enjoyed doing the survival stuff because it's right on the Ooh. Wisconsin River. So it was like, pretty. Seeing, yeah, mm. seen the beauty of that. And it was just good to like use our creativity to try to find out a way to make like a shelter and get a bear bag where it would work correctly.
0: It took the teams I was with, it took them a few times to get the bag high enough. Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty impressed you threw it up there the first time. <laughs> okay. So knowing I'm going to go back to you by it, what was the most important thing you've learned?
4: Um, I like how to work in a team just like quickly, not knowing everybody. It was nice to like, figure out how to work that even though everybody weren't like close
0: for sure and then how do you think you'll use that in the future
4: um it's just everybody needs Mm -hmm. to know how to work in teams it really just (laughs) helped you i agree okay (laughs) thanks Burke. what do you think
3: um i think probably like building a fire like like using your space outside i feel like some of the people on our team like hated the outdoors but some of them loved it so it was like good because we could teach each other Mm -hmm. stuff that we didn't know Right, right. And how will you use that in your future? Um, I mean, you could use the fire to build a, or build a fire later in life. Yeah. Or just be outside with your surroundings and know how to survive. Yeah, we hope you don't have to use that, <laughs> but you never know. Yeah. You never know. Daddy. So I think the most important
2: thing that I probably learned was adapting to, like, the environment that you're in because we definitely were not used to being in up woods or our group, really. So I feel like Adapting to new environments can be very important because it's not like you're just going to be in the same place your whole life. And if you go into different workplaces or you have to work
0: with different people, it can be important. Yeah, absolutely. OK, so now think ahead. You're in eighth grade next year.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: What advice would you give the seventh graders who are about to be going on this trip or also just seventh graders in general? I mean, you're more than halfway done with seventh grade. So what do you want to say to this year's sixth graders, next year's teams of Badger, Packer, Mallard, Bucks,
3: who am I missing?
0: Brewers, Brewers thank you. Anybody, uh, just go.
3: Um, I'd say probably like just to like be like bring stuff for the wedding, cause some people didn't dress at all. So true. <laughs> cause, cause I don't think people expected snow, and like they didn't bring uh, they didn't bring the like shoes. Like if you're not gonna bring like shoes, at least bring an extra pair of socks because people's feet were like really wet and stuff. Wow!
1: And in fairness, we did talk about that every yeah. day in the class for I believe like a week, and gave you, you a checklist.
3: Yeah. So. so you're
0: saying follow the checklist? Yeah, <laughs> no, just
3: take it seriously. Thank you. That's great advice.
4: Who else? Um, I would say just don't overthink it. Like everything's set up for you. Nothing is like nothing bad is going to happen. Just focus on doing your work and just having a fun time. Very nice.
2: So one piece of advice that I would have would be, especially in the dog sled, even though it can get very chaotic, try your best not to lash out and, like, attack your other teammates, like, with words, obviously, not physically. But, like, (laughs) try not to, like, ruin it for the group because that happened a decent amount in my group. And it, like, wasn't terrible, but it it was definitely not the kindest thing to happen. Right. And also like if anything like that does happen you can always like rely on your teachers for help because in our station after i miss galicia and she definitely helped with our group with it and she helped us like talk through it and
0: great
2: through great problems
0: i have enjoyed listening to you reflect on this so much and i also enjoyed attending it myself and I did prepare for the weather, so I felt okay. Yeah. And I was absolutely concerned about the kids just wearing sweatshirts. Yeah. But it was their choice. They had jackets and they weren't wearing them. And that sounds like something that happens quite a bit in the middle school years. <laughs> so um, thank you for letting me come on the trip with you. I really enjoyed it and I liked hearing from you today. I'm sure our listeners will too. Remember that you can find links to all episodes of Inside the OSD and submit topic ideas on our website at oregonsd.org podcast. You can find this podcast anywhere you can find podcasts. Make sure to subscribe if you're listening on one of these apps to get notifications on the most recent episodes. We'll see you next time on Inside the OSD, where it's all about the kids.